Authentic Life in Inclon Studios with my friend Paula Katz, but I know her as Contreras. I've actually known your family through your father, who was Silestone in Houston back yes. when I was Cangelo C. Marble. So we <laughs> all are evolving together. Exactly. And I connected with you because I work out in the same <laughs> studio that you do and met your mom again. And we started talking and we, I love to talk, as most people know. <laughs> And I reached out to you, came to your incredible sale that you had at a pop-up shop. And you guys, it was so classic. They had turned off the lights that day. <laughs> so literally, I was in the dressing room with my flashlight trying on it. And you're apologizing. I'm like, oh my God, I don't care. I just have to see how great these colors are. Because that's one of the best things about yeah. your pieces is your colors. That was so amazing of you to, to be such a good sport about the no air conditioning in the middle of summer and also no light. I mean, but I felt like I was on this adventure picking out all these great things. And you guys have seen me wearing so many of their pieces. So I think the first time I ever met you, I bought 15 of your pieces. Yeah. So today I'm wearing one of your classic yes. white blouses, but it has this great accent of the... Um, elastic here mm -hmm. so but it's not too tight and then of course these incredible pants y'all they are what I say about your line is it's luxurious yet comfortable yes I love it for travel I love it for packing I'm always thinking about like what palette am I going to take on the trip to have the least amount of shoes I have to bring <laughs> yeah. and how I can make it all work and there's always something of yours. Oh, that makes me feel so good. It. That's exactly, I mean, our goal, right, is to make women feel beautiful but also very comfortable. I mean, I would say that my style is practical. I, I have to be comfortable in order to feel good. And you have on a beautiful piece from your fall line. Yes. You not only design the clothes, but you design the fabrics oftentimes mm -hmm. too. And this one is called the Oyster? The Oyster Print. Um, okay. So one of our very good friends from the Art Institute um, actually designed it for us. So we brought her ideas and a bunch of different pictures of oysters and she was just like, okay, I think I can, I and like after two or three different times of changing it, we came up with this. And she's so talented, we love her. So cool, okay, so you met your business partner, Clarence, mm -hmm. at the Art Institute, yes. and you came up with the idea of building this brand in 2013, and you've made it through COVID. You are, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were celebrating, what is that? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Yep. See, I'm not so good with math. I'm great with fashion. <laughs> I mean, seven years. It feels like we aged all so much during COVID. I know, COVID. I know. But, um, so, we were talking about, it's even been hard to source materials yes. to produce. Yes. You just received your line for fall, but it's come even in stages. I know. Our, we received our last fabric um, on Monday this week, and I mean, we're just trying to finish it all for delivery too and get it out to stores in time, and we're a little late. <laughs> but you work with um, not just local uh, boutiques, but you sell throughout the country. Yes. So we're, we're mostly concentrated in boutiques uh, mm -hmm. across the southeast. Oh, great. Okay. So your background, I found this is really interesting. You grew up 
with a lot of exposure to travel yes. with your family. Yes. You guys spent a lot of time in different places, but you also went to school near Boston. Yes. So you weren't always a fashion girl. Right. No, I actually played soccer. That was, I was, I played sports. So okay. in high school, um, I went to a boarding school called IMG Academy in Florida mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I played soccer. And then I went up to Merrimack and played soccer for two years in college and then stopped because I wanted a social life <laughs> instead of playing soccer all the time. Well, soccer has skyrocketed in um, visual, uh, or I guess people really noticing women's soccer because right. we've done so well with the Olympics, was that, I mean, did you literally get up every morning and practice for hours and? Yes, actually um, in high school, I played soccer longer than I went to school. So wow. it, we'd be in school, it was like a block schedule and we'd be in school for like, I don't know, four hours, let's say. And we'd be first training in the morning and then school and then more training in the afternoon. It was very intense. It's so interesting because I find out when I interview podcast guests and my perception of success isn't just someone who is financially strong, but also someone who seems balanced in their life and can really find joy. And I found that commitment to, yes, what they love, fashion, but there's also levels of commitment in athletics. Like whatever you do, you do with total, <laughs> complete conviction. Absolutely. And you're a mom now. Yes. So Yes. For me, that's the hardest part of my job is balancing how much I give to Bella versus how much I give to Rob right. versus how much I give to the business. Mm -hmm. And you have a little one. Yes, he is almost two. Um, oh he'll be two in November. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so do you are you having to travel to go to buy fabrics? Did you go to market? How do you manage all that? So... After I had Bear, um, it was a really interesting time because COVID had just started. So I had Bear in November of 2019, and COVID started in February or end of February of 2020. And so I was able, you know, at the time I decided, oh, I'm just going to trickle in. I had Clarence and our pattern maker Tao come over to my house to work a little bit at home. And then COVID started, and so I kind of had a little bit more time with him at home Beautiful. than mm -hmm. I normally would have. And then um, now it's it it does feel like I'm giving more to him than I than I originally was supposed to per se. Good. You know, and I and I'm seeing more of a balance um, than I thought I would have. That's so awesome. Yeah. Because I feel like as a mom, we always want to take care of other things. And then we also have to take care of ourselves. I mean, such a big part of being a fashion designer right. is you coming up with the creative mindset behind it and you being able to really draw on that. I mean, I even feel that every day that I have to show up on social media, like what is my compelling story today? Right. What What am I going to do to make someone else's life better? And you're thinking about what am I going to design that someone will really like. And what I've seen in just knowing you this little bit of time is that you have repeated some of the same things that people know and love, mm -hmm. but you do it with a new fabric mm -hmm. 
Um, but you're not totally reinventing the wheel and you're going back to classic yet on trend things. I love that Diana was <laughs> such a big part of your line and your inspiration. And I feel like everywhere I look now, she's out there. I mean, Dior is more popular than ever and they have the lady Dior, the, yeah. the Diana bag. So I feel like I see so much of that there. Now they have a musical on Netflix. You were telling me about a movie that Spencer. Yep. Yes. With Kristen Stewart. <laughs> I, I gotta check that out. But like how so the, you spent time in the Boston area and you experienced that right. lifestyle. So our our whole, I guess, um, inspiration for this uh -huh. collection was first we took Diana as our muse and we thought, what would Diana wear today? Not yes. back then, you know, oh. she would still be classic, but she'd have her kind of style. She would have a bit of edge, you know, and so we kind of thought she would still be preppy, you know, yes. and she lives in that and that world of polo and that world yes. of tennis. And so we kind of took that and then when we kept on the preppy kind of wavelength. And then I pulled in the fact that I spent a lot of time in the Cape when I was in college mm -hmm. and, and kind of played in the Hamptons, Cape life. Um, what would she wear on, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of clothing and went crazy. <laughs> I love it. And so I asked you if your haircut was inspired by that. And you said, no, you've been wearing it like this for years. Yeah, 2005. <laughs> and I, I love your glasses also. Thank I feel you. like they're so on trend, as you guys know. I'm trying to age gracefully, so I have my fabulous <laughs> shades on that I bought from my friend Sylvie. Um, but I, um, let's talk about some of these things. I loved that you show the Hamptons here, and I have to grab this one piece right here because I said I love your orange and your red. I mean, this to me is more red than orange, but you call this color lobster. Yep. And I think that like, I used to just think, oh my gosh, what would you put though with this? Only black or, or white or camel, which I love how then you put in this camel and pull this in yep. with the stripe here, which is also so preppy, because you have exactly. to remember, girl, I was living the 80s. I graduated <laughs> in 1986. So like, this is going, this stripe is definitely what we were doing. I think it was Juicy Couture, which was maybe that was in the early 90s with Paris Hilton. But tell us a little bit about the colors, how you get such depth. You of know, color. we really pull color from our inspiration images. Uh -huh. So when we saw, you know, I, mean, I don't know like if you can see nailed it exactly right the lobster and then the color of the fish and everything, we were just like, oh, perfect. Um, and then also with the beige. You know, we called it biscotti. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, and I love, um, like, okay, so this seersucker, to me, this is completely summer in Nantucket and the Hamptons. Yep. But this is like the headscarves are, like, you're right. It's so yep. popular. It's super I now. I love that look with Grace Kelly, with the big glasses, with Jackie O tying yes. the scarf. So this is a scarf for your head, for your body, for, for your... Exactly. Like, we have a boutique place. that bought it to wear it as a tube top oh. or a top. and So you can tie it. We made yes. it big enough to where you can tie it in so many different ways, like the Hermes scarf. I love it. Yes. It's so true. And I tell that story often. I bought my first Hermes scarf when I went to Paris in 1991. 
and now I have it framed as, or sorry, as a pillow in my house. But how many other things that you bought 30 years ago right. are you still wearing and it's still in style? And I feel like the scarf has really come back. Absolutely. In such a big way. It's a classic. I, it is a for classic. Sure. I also love this. I'm such a great stripe girl and a ruffle girl and I love peplums. And I just think all that together. And then here we also have, because we love football, we've got this for <laughs> the, the LSU or TCU. <laughs> I mean, and I was saying too, even Chanel is making purple bags. Like it's just, and look, you've got this great yep. undertone of purple in there. And then what I also love is this um, kind of undertone of purple in this beautiful shirt. And this one I showed also in the lobster. So tell us about this style that so you designed. This style, I would say, is part of our classic. Sorry, I covered. <laughs> it's part of our classic, you know, um, mix, I would say. Mm -hmm. And the color the, just shot and it reflects so much. We bring it back season after season. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're tired of it, but it sells so well. It covers the butt. It look you can and then tuck you do it the in. Little front tuck exactly. Here, and then you have this out in the back. And it's just such a great look. And yeah. I love it because as I'm aging, I'm not so excited about shorts. But oh my God, let's talk about your incredible shorts that you do. I bought a few pairs. This, um, I bought the ones in kind of a linen, yep. I believe. Yep. But the then silk you have linen. them in silk and oh my god vegan leather vegan leather i know it's much a cooler name than pleather it's kind of <laughs> exactly. like saying i don't sell used handbags i sell pre-owned exactly <laughs> well you know words and really do play a bit words matter <laughs> exactly. everybody words matter exactly <laughs> and it's great for the sustainability yes and saving all those animals but i love the cut i love the way it flares out but not too far right and they're a length that a woman who's older can wear and feel comfortable yep. with. And tell us about, so you did this also in this great... Um, Matching Stevie. Yes! Which also, <laughs> can you hold that up for Of us? course. Look at that. Oh my God. I would be so cute in that. <laughs> okay. So tell us also about um, how you grew up Tell us about your family origin and what family impacted you okay. in your whole journey as a designer. <laughs> um, so my parents are both from Mexico, Mexico City. Um, they actually went to the same, or not same high school, but my mother was a cheerleader for my dad's football oh, I team. See that. You know, <laughs> your mom is so beautiful. They've been together since um, I think my dad was my mom's first boyfriend. So I know, I know, it's mind blowing. Wow. Yes. And then they got married um, very young when they uh -huh. were still in Mexico um, because my dad was moving to the United States to go to, to college. And so uh -huh. they got married and they moved here. And so I'm first generation. I'm first of my family born here in the United States. Wow. Yeah. And then you have a sibling. I have two. I have an older sister who was mm -hmm. born in Mexico and then a younger brother. And did you... 
always loved fashion? Were you like looking through magazines, pulling out papers? And yes, I would play dress up in my mom's closet. Um, I'm lucky that she loves fashion as well. Mm -hmm. um, I would, I remember my my sister was like dabbling in modeling for a little bit and I remember looking at this like model magazine where Kate Moss was on the cover and everything mm -hmm. and just being like so in awe of just that entire world, you know. I And I also thought for a long time when I was in college even, I went to college for, for business um, because I was like fashion, I mean like there's so much competition, it's really mm -hmm. hard to make it. Um, but I. But then when I went back to school for design, that's when I learned there's there's always a place, there's a niche, mm -hmm. there's there's something that you can find that'll set, separate you from everyone else. And so that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> and how, so you and Clarence are business partners, but you, how did you like come to a place, how do you decide who designs what and who takes the lead and who steps back? Because when I do that dance with Rob being my husband, I was just telling you I was mad at him. <laughs> lucky we're going out of town and I have to be nice. <laughs> but it's like, how do you guys gel? So I, I started in Klon and hired Clarence straight out of school. And mm -hmm. then after that, I mean, Clarence has given his everything into oh. Inclon. And so in that, um, I'm more creative director. Okay. Clarence comes up with the, all the amazing ideas and everything. I choose fabrics, we design together. And then I kind of um, decide like, this, that, you know, this yes, this no, and like let's expand on this, and, and really he, he does all the amazing work. Oh, wow. Okay, and then you mentioned having a pattern maker, and I read that you started as a pattern maker? Yes. I don't even, I mean, I'm a fashion girl, and I didn't really know that was a title. <laughs> so pattern maker is when you're, you're making basically, like in order to cut the shape, of onto fabric you have to make a pattern okay. which is like the shape of the dress okay. and like the shape of the dress is cut into multiple pieces mm -hmm. um, and so we had a pattern maker Tao um, but she moved to California and so now we're working with a man named Dale and mm -hmm. who's doing a great job Wow it seems like such a niche yes it really specific. is if anyone know, I mean <laughs> knows of pattern makers we'd love to add to our mix okay so You've been in competitions. You were in Little Black Dress, yes. and I love that. And tell us, and you were also in fashion. There was another thing that I read about that I forgot to uh, mention. But tell me, tell me how that works. Like, have you... Um, this was when I was in school. Uh -huh. um, I was, I... Oh, Heart of Fashion. You were yes. featured as an emerging yes. designer. So tell us about how those competitions go and what that's all about. <laughs> so a little black dress, I mean, when, when I was in school, uh -huh. um, one of the main things that kind of drives designers and drives kids in school is our competitions and a healthy competition. I think you need that in order to kind of motivate you to keep going. Yes. Um, also that plays, you know, the whole sports thing. I'm motivated yes. and driven by competition. That's what's like kept me in the game kind of thing. Um, so, so I did Little Black Dress. Um, it featured leather. It featured like kind of like the sporty vibe to it and um, somehow got third place. <laughs> so exciting. Yeah. And I've worked with Jeff Shell on a few of those projects too. And Allie Shell and I are good friends now and they're Neil Hamill.
there's um it's interesting everyone thinks you have to go to new york to be a designer how is it played for you being in houston so I would say it's kind of given us an advantage, you know, mm -hmm. I, I always played around with the idea, should I go to New York, you know, and I didn't want to be a little fish in a big pond. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that it's given us a, a slight edge, I would say, being mm -hmm. from the South and saying, oh, well, we're from Houston and, you know, it kind of piques pe people's interest, mm -hmm. but it also is a bit of a disadvantage because we don't have, you know, the, the garment district right at our fingertips. And, and when it comes to sourcing, we have to plan ahead. Um, we were just in New York a few weeks ago and being like, oh, wow, this is amazing having every little you know, um, bead or button or everything at your fingertips. Whereas wow. here you have to plan ahead and like, and make them or, you know, figure things out. It's made us different, I would mm -hmm. say, definitely. So did you go to New York and also set up that buyers would come and buy from you? Yes, so we okay. were there in New York with our spring collection. Um, Emily, my sales rep, was with the collection while Clarence and I went around sourcing. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And what's the vibe of New York? You know, I would say it's getting back to old New York. Um, yes, you had to show your vaccination card, but to eat inside, but every, it was so nice outside. Everyone wanted to be outside. It, I mean, people were walking around, some with masks, some not. It, it, it's coming back, for sure. Did it feel like Fashion Week? So I, we weren't, we were there the week after Fashion okay, Week. Okay, got it. Yeah, but so I, it, I would imagine, yes, you know, the week before, for sure. And did you find inspiration there from street style? Um, I swear, we we would sit outside on purpose yep, just I to watch everyone right. walk by, you know. And Clarence what would just area kept is saying, your "So obviously, Soho is yes. incredible." I mean, mm -hmm. and then also Tribeca. There's it's like working moms kind of vibe, and I, I really really enjoyed spending time in Tribeca. Yeah, I think it's so cool, and that's also I just love to see people. And my favorite place to see people on the street is Italy. I feel like there's something about absolutely, the, even more so the Italian man than the Italian yes. woman. Yes. Is your father? Is he? Does he like fashion? You know, I think you wouldn't catch him saying that he's into fashion, but uh -huh. he's very cognizant as to what he wears. You know, mm -hmm. he has his own flair. He loves red socks. He oh, loves, like, if you see funny. him working throughout, like, Monday through Friday, he's wearing some form of a red sock. Yeah, like, one oh, Christmas, we all had to, yeah, we all had to buy red socks for him. It's so interesting. Red's my favorite color. Aw, <laughs> yeah. that's so funny. I love that. So, um, do you find that as a U.S. designer, you're able to be considered in other places or um, how is that going as far as international? Are people excited to work with a Texas designer? Because I find when I go to Europe, I don't say I'm an American. I say I'm a Texan and they're like, oh, do you have a horse? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, when we first started out, um, we were in uh, a store in Japan. Oh, wow. Yes. They, they had picked us up at LA Market and we were there for a couple seasons. And then, um, and then all of a sudden we didn't hear from her. <laughs> I, it was hard to get in touch with her because oh, it's yeah. an international. And the time difference. The time so difference. Yeah. So, um, so that hasn't come up 
sense, but we're super open to it. We would love to be, you know, focused elsewhere. I also think that you have to put yourself out there like a Paris market or, you know, London market and, and you bring would the collection. Physically be, physically there, be there in a showroom. Exactly. Showing people the style yes. and helping them yes. understand it. But I feel like the Houston, Texas woman is very fashionable. Yes. And even when I travel other places, I think women in Miami dress up. Mm -hmm. But I found even the New Yorkers I know, unless they're going to work, they're not as dressed as a Houston woman on a daily basis. Right, right. It's uh, it's more like a Southern thing, I would say. Maybe that's it. You know, being in the South, um, putting on makeup, you know, doing your hair, the big hair, it's, yes. it's a it's a different, it's a look, you know, and, and so they, they're more accustomed to putting themselves together as opposed to the, the ease of New York style, whereas like you don't technically have to brush your hair. Yes, in Colorado, <laughs> I even find that right. to be true. Right, You guys Absolutely. are in Telluride, we yes. spend a lot of time in Vail, and there are people who are dressed up, but it's, it's definitely athleisure as is day wear. Right. And I, um, that's why I love so many of your cuts is that you can have a comfortable feel but still be wearing clothes. Right. And not Lululemon. Exactly. Feel um, elevated, you know, but comfortable. Number one is, is comfort. Yeah. So if people wanted to, are there boutiques in Houston where people can shop? So. So we are in Golden in Memorial, uh -huh. and then um, we will also be in Tootsie's in December. Yay! I didn't know if you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can either. <laughs> no, I love it. Tootsie's is such a great um, space, and I feel like they give so much um, credibility to local designers. And yes. I love to be able to go in there and it's actually one of the first places I saw Christy Lynn and it's where I've seen Hunter Bell and I know she's a New York designer, but I feel like she's a Southern girl too. Mm -hmm. And I've left David Peck and of course, Chloe Dow. So there's some definitely some great Houston designers bringing things to the marketplace. And I feel like that people work with each other as opposed yes. to cutthroat competitively. Yep. I feel like everyone has their own vision, you know, and it's so different. If you compare yes. us to Christy or Hunter or even Chloe or David, everyone has something different going on. So there's not really competition, it's more complimentary. Yes. And tell us about your time at the Art Institute. I was so lucky to have been introduced to Marina Saba. She's the incredible artist that did all of the uh, um, illustrations, yeah. illustrations, sketches for the children's book I wrote with Bella, and she truly made a difference in my life, her heart, her soul, and I feel like so many other professors there yes. were really incredible. She, I mean, she was my favorite professor, and I, she knows this too, so I can say it. Out loud. Shout out to you, Maria. Yes, but she, I mean. She would just give so much inspiration, and she, the, her illustrations are incredible. And I love following her feed. Yes, when you can see, see she her working. At the time yes, and she just does it so. And I was able to really convey to her what I had in mind, and she was able to translate that, which is not 
something that always worked. So I right. felt like it was an incredible connection. So tell us about some of the other amazing graduates of the Art Institute. So one of our best friends, the one who um, designed the print, mm -hmm. her name is uh, Alexa DiViazio. Mm -hmm. And she is just, she's working with a company um, in Stafford. Um, I think she's designing multiple things, not just clothing. I, oh, wow. I think it's like some homeware and, and some other stuff. So she's, she's just so, so, so talented. I mean, very, very talented. She worked with Francesca's for a while mm -hmm. and then Academy. And then now she's with this other company. I'm not sure what it's called. So I think so many young girls, I remember Bella in her kindergarten year, I think, we bought the auction item and they took pictures of every child in her class and they had a chalkboard and they wrote on it what they wanted to be. And hers was fashion designer. And one kid was um, a billionaire, so I thought that oh, was funny. Me too. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know that I knew what a billionaire yeah. was, but, that, but that, that's a good right? Goal. Yeah. There's so much more involved. So what has been your favorite part of it and what is the part that stretches you the most? That is a great question. Uh, so my favorite part of it is that design people always think like, oh, glamour, glitz and glamour, for runway shows, but really design is going to your hobbit hole, designing and doing things behind the scenes, which I love. I love being behind the street scenes. And that takes me to the other one where what I struggle with is putting myself out there. Well, you're <laughs> so doing even... it beautifully today, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Even, even when we used to do runway shows or anything, um, walking out there is just like literally my whole body clenches up and, and because it's not about me, mm -hmm. it was about the teamwork that, mm -hmm. that put it together. That's another reason why I didn't call Inclan Paula Contreras or Paula Katz. Mm -hmm. I called it Inclan to separate myself because the collection comes together with multiple people, not just me. Oh. And is that, is that a word in another language? Inclan is actually my grandmother, my mother's mother's maiden name. So it's a tribute to her. She was a single mother, you know, took care of her four kids, um, worked like multiple jobs. And then she also, it's a, a tribute to women's lineage, you know, not losing your last name, um, which is why I kept my last name as my middle name, even though I want, you know, I want to have cats as my last name and, and have the same last name as my son but I still kept Contreras. Completely me. So I'm Danae Cangelosi Cremosta and Bella is Bella Cangelosi Cremosta. Yeah. People are like, why do you have that long name? <laughs> and then when she was young, she was like, mom, there's so much to spell. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. one day, you'll appreciate it. Yes. And I think, um, and to literally, I think family is so important to us. And I feel yes. like the... Italian family is very similar also to the family from Mexico yep. where it's generational yes. and there's also so much power in that and in the connection of raising kids. I mean, that's why we're in Houston, Texas is right. my family is here and I wanted to raise Bella near my parents yep. and have her know her cousins and have her know about generations before. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, so we live in Houston because 
I wanted Bella to be near her grandparents and her cousins and all of that. Yep. I, we grew up um, in the Hispanic culture. It, uh -huh. It's very normal to like Sundays, let's yes. say, is like family day. I remember, you know, my friends would call and like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you want to hang out? And I'm like, I'm sorry. They're like, oh, I forgot. It's family day. <laughs> and that was like in seventh grade, you know, and we'd always go over to my grandparents' house. All of my aunts and uncles would be there. Um, and it just, it's a big part of our lives, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it also plays, plays a big part in, in how I want to raise my son. Mm -hmm. So would you send your son to boarding school? No. <laughs> so um, Bella keeps asking to go and I'm like, honey. I asked I to go. But it's, so I, I'm going to say that, you know, I think boarding school is great. It made me super independent. You know, I have friends all over the world, you know. Um, it's not just in Houston, and I think it made me more open to, to being able to speak to people and, and, and to situations and be more adaptive. Um, but I want to keep him closer to me. I think that one of the things that I, that I didn't learn, you know, I, I left home so early, and I, I, I just, I don't know. I Were think you a freshman? I was a sophomore. Okay. So... You know, I at least had freshman year at home, but I think I'm also the middle child, so I kind of like wanted to like get away kind right. of thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I know I answered that super like no right away, but but I think that's yeah, fair like because I maybe think for you like one year or a post grad year, you know. Right. But you figured out that it could be good for you, but it might not be what's best for your son. And I think also things change so dramatically. Yeah. And it is something that's so commonplace. If you're in New York and you don't go away to school your sophomore year, you're, my nephew was um, literally, I think, one of seven boys in his class that were freshmen because mm -hmm. everyone else of the 100 kids went away. Right, right. And so um, it's very commonplace. And it's odd to not go, whereas here... It's, it's odd if you went. I, yes. Honestly, I was like the only one of my... my uh, I went to uh, Clements for my freshman year. Okay, I went to Sugarland. Okay, yes, <laughs> in Sugarland. Yes. Um, and then, and I was the only one that disappeared, like left. And I would come back for summers and hang out with everyone, and I was like the weirdo. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sugarland has changed. Yes, it so really has. Much. It's incredible. Okay, tell us also, also about your authentic style like when did you feel like you came into your style and do you feel like it's still evolving i think it's still evolving i would say i i don't ever want to be like okay this is it you know i i do want to pull in new things constantly mm -hmm. i think that's part of my style is to be adaptive yes and to, to constantly pull in things that i really like mm -hmm. um but i think i would say i don't know i think in high school is when I started to, to dress up. I remember in college, mm -hmm. people knew me as the one that would like wear like nice clothes to the college parties or whatever. Cause in Boston, it's freezing outside. Yes. <laughs> so, so not a lot layers. of people, exactly. Not a lot of people would dress up. And, and so I remember like a, a girl that was a junior when I was a freshman was like, oh, you, you have a reputation to like dress up. You're like known. I was like, oh, that that girl that wears the cute stuff. 
What a great reputation. They were like, "Hmm, am I standing out? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, I don't know if I like that. (laughs) But I love and am so jealous that they wear coats and scarves and hats because I seasons the seasons and a sweater in the summer. I'm like, what are you talking? No, we get to do that in Colorado, and then yeah, exactly. Also, um, in um, the in Nantucket which is where I wore my favorite pants. So can I show those to please, them? Please, exactly. So we decided to bring them back because Danae, oh, they're over here. <laughs> where are they? Over here. Okay, this. good. Oh, this one mm-hmm. right here. Okay, good. Because Danae wore them so beautifully, we, we decided to bring them back and they've been doing really well. So they kind of open up as you yeah, walk. Yeah, so as you walk, there's a little opening here. And what I find is that I love to buy pieces that can be mixed and match, and I love to buy designers that you're not going to see everyone wearing the same thing. And I love to mix my belts and my scarves and the earrings and have it all kind of balanced. Mm -hmm. Whereas if the dress is over the top and the scarves, like, and these you could wear multiple times, Mm -hmm. which is the other reason that I love them for travel is you can make it feel different. Yes, absolutely. And you style this too with the vegan leather, with the silk. Yep. And was it hard for you to find this fabric that doesn't wrinkle so much, but also lays right? Um, no, this is just normal crepe de sheet. So wow. yeah, I mean, you can find it pretty much any silk vendor, um, but we're, we're super choosy as far as like how tight the weave is, you know, uh, 16 yes. dummies. And I love that these almost look gray or black mm-hmm. and it can go with so much. So I, it's a wash silk. Oh, really interesting. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I wanted to show people was this darling. Everyone knows how much I love Grace Kelly. Okay, <laughs> your dog is yeah. on your fabric. Yes. Uh, so one of our inspiration images has a this couple dog dogs. here. Yes, I see that. <laughs> And, you know, we were talking about preppy, you know, dogs. Mm-hmm. We had this other fabric that we wanted to use, couldn't use it. So then we decided to develop our own. And, I mean, I'm obsessed with our little dog. He's the sweetest dog. He's a Japanese spitz. He's super cute. And um, our friend developed this for us. Oh, my God. I can't wait to develop a Grace Kelly um, image. <laughs> and then this is also great. I love this. Um, we're seeing more of the neon, but this is a neon in a way that's really easier to mm-hmm. wear. It's a little bit less shocking of yes. a neon. And these are peonies? Mm-hmm. Peonies is actually Clarence's favorite flower. Oh, I love them. And they're not available all the time. And no, to me, no. That's... I think it's only in the spring or something. Yes, it's such, I think, also a New York thing. And here was another one that I thought was a super cool fabric also. This has the, is it? Poppies. Uh, the poppies, yes. And so you've got a little tie here and then also in the back. And I like the way your pleats lay too. I think that makes a big difference. Thank you. Really lovely. The combination of that lobster orange <laughs> red with the blue combination. So, um, Tell us what you have in store, like you're working on what's coming in next. You have the latest fall line. You said that shipped. 
Yes, so that's some of those pieces are part of fall. That's uh -huh. what the the oyster is part of fall. So that should be shipping out within the next two weeks, this week or next week. Um, and then we have spring that's going to be in stores in February mm -hmm. and March. Um, we're also putting together a little capsule for holiday. Which oh, nice. Is, um, you know, we'll have like our little show that we do. Uh, we did before COVID and we haven't done since. Hopefully um, that'll happen. <laughs> I know. We, we did it actually coincidentally the night I ended up going into labor. <laughs> so I didn't make it to the show. Um, but the show went on? The show went on. Clarence <laughs> and my family. My sister was the MC. My mom was walking. It was, it was a great family affair. <laughs> Talk about the show must yeah. go on. Yes. That is so crazy. <laughs> and we'll look forward to seeing you at Tootsie's and other fabulous collaborations. And how can they find your website? Uh, www.inclonstudio.com. All right. Well, thank you so much, Paula. Thank you, Danae. It was so wonderful. And you'll be seeing me wearing a lot of her pieces, and we'll be posting a lot on stories in case you didn't know that was her pieces. I've worn it in Miami, New York. I'll be wearing it in Puerto Rico. It's And hopefully, I'll be wearing it in Italy and France in yes, summer. Yes, I really hope so. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week, bye.